You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Let's go ahead and focus in on the Eagles here. Now, join us on the Dr. Glatt, your great hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt's Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Check him out online, drglatt.com. He's our Eagles insider leading the charge. Always good to have Victor Williams on the show here. Victor, uh, you can read him at thelibertyline.com. Of course, here Liberty Line Radio every Saturday at 5 o'clock right here on The Gambler. Vic, always good to hear from you, man. How you been? Hello, sir. How's it going? Great. All right. I'm doing good. Going through the... Uh... The lack of action through the Eagles free agency, but we did get under the cap. Yeah, so I'm trying. That's an achievement in itself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'm looking for reasons to get you up on the show. Like, give me something already. And, yeah, and so- yeah, so what we have right now is uh, a little bit of um, just press conferences and, and, and you know, st- minutiae, the stuff that doesn't matter. So I, I want to open up by saying that. In the grand scheme of things, the way Nick Sirianni talks and approaches and all that and Howie Roseman, whatever he says, the hot air, none of it matters. Show me who we're getting in, in free agency. Show me the path we're taking when it comes to the draft. I heard about 11 picks 100 times today. Okay. Well, let's see you go ahead and hit a few home runs with those 11 picks, or I'll even take some runners on the bags, all right? And on top of it, uh, let's see what you can do in that quarterback room. We heard about that being uh, discussed a few times, but I just want to go ahead and start with this, Vic, because uh, I listened to that press conference, and I think the difference is, I think the difference is this. I didn't watch it with the visual. I didn't see Nick Sirianni. I didn't get that energy, that vibe, that where he's leaning up in the can, you know. I didn't see the, the fun, the smile, the smirk. I didn't see that. I only heard it. I was listening on the radio on the way in. So I think maybe for the people out there that might have saw him with the visual added in are a little bit more viewing or listen or, or, or speaking about this Nick Sirianni a little bit differently, the way he sounded in his press conference today. Uh, fair or unfair? Would you think that maybe there's something there behind that? Uh, well, yeah. If you were, if you were, if you were only listening, then maybe that maybe the energy didn't translate uh, as well. But I was able to watch it. Uh, you know, NBC Sports Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, had it up, so I was able to catch it then. And you can just see. And and I know we're kind of grasping at straws here, trying to get excited about anything at this point. But at least you can visibly like see the energy in Sirianni, and he does seem to be excited about coaching this team. Uh, my biggest takeaway from that press conference, other than the you know normal stuff that Howie was spewing out, was that uh, Nick Sirianni plans to, as every coach should, uh, utilize his players and his skill set and put them in the best position to succeed. And that's something that the Eagles struggled with last season under Doug Peterson, you know, not utilizing Miles Sanders and having Rager um, do things he shouldn't be doing and throwing tunnel screens to, to Alshon and things like that. Sure. Uh, so Sirianni was talking a lot about 11 and 12 personnel, utilizing his guys in the best way possible and trying to get the most out of his players moving forward. So that leaves you, uh, you know, a little something to be excited about. Okay. Uh, well, the, hang on. The, let me, let me jump in. Let me just jump in real quick. Let, let me <laughs> jump in real quick. Wow. You're really ready to run through a wall because of Nick Sirianni, I mean, the way he was I mean, today. Right afterwards. Maybe not right now. Really? Right afterwards, I was like, dang, okay. I'm ready to suit up myself. All right. Well, that's great. And I'm not here to downplay that. You know, I love that enthusiasm from Eagles fans. People are like, oh, you're the worst. You, you want to see him fail. I don't want to see him fail. Are you kidding me? Last year was not fun. Nobody wants to see that. That's ridiculous. So I want to see him succeed, but I just want to go ahead and follow up with this. 
Uh, he did speak about one and two. And again, I'm not trying to get too crazy into the X's and O's and, and the coach speak because you know what you're going to get. Well, we had 14 years of a guy saying, I got to do a better job. I got to put my guys in position to succeed. Okay. Andy Reid. Doug Peterson even said the right thing. I expect all coaches to say the right thing, but I feel like you took it another level compared to other people. And you tweeted the following. You said, hang on, let me pull this up because I did close this damn thing out. You can tell. In the middle of the press conference, you said, you can tell Sirianni is an intelligent guy. No, I'm not here to say somebody's dumb or anything along those lines. I guess we're talking football speak, right? You were talking football speak. So I asked Vic, I said, Vic, give me the soundbite that made you reply with that. Made you go ahead and tweet out, you could tell Nick Sirianni is an intelligent guy. And Victor Williams sent me the following soundbite. Vic, let's listen in together. As far as the personnel goes, again, you know... It, it always looks different based off of who you are and what team you have. And so I've been on teams that have been heavy 11 personnel. I've been on teams that have been uh, – uh, and, and it's always really started there in the 11 personnel, right? Um, but then I've had teams that, that have had, you know, yes, we were heavy in 11 personnel, but 12 was our good mixer. And then I've had teams that we've been on that 21 with two halfbacks have been a good mixer. And 21 with a fullback – it's a good mixer. So, again, it is all about – it really is, and I hate to sound cliche here, but it is really about what your players can do. Um, I've had success in 12, yeah. Like, our, our team in, our teams in Indy had success with multiple tight ends on the field. So, we again, but we know we know the sign of a good coach is using the personnel. Like, all right, Vic. So, that soundbite made you tweet out, and look, we all tweet things out, you know, whatever. That soundbite right there made you tweet out Nick Cerrone is an intelligent guy. He found he how I, so he <laughs> intelligent to me. Like when, you know, from a from a from a from a football perspective, yes, yes. Like from an X and O perspective, yes. especially when he's talking about personnel and the split halfbacks, um, fullback is kind of obsolete at this point. So it was interesting okay. that that he mentioned that, and the fact that he knows that he has success in twelve personnel, and why would you go away from that? if it is successful, maybe not to the extent that the Eagles were using it in years past. But I get the notion, and not just from this press conference, in his conference with Dave Spadaro um, not too long ago as well, uh, he just comes off as a football guy. Yeah. And I, I remember one guy had replied, when we were talking on Twitter, one guy had replied that um, um, by the time he got to the end of his speech, you kind of forget the question. And I can kind of agree because yes. I was watching back. <laughs> yes. And his stories do get long-winded. Yes. And we're talking about his brothers and all this other stuff. So by the time he does get to the end of it, you kind of have to remember what we were talking about in the first place. So, I, so I, I get that. I do want to say this, though. I'm glad you brought that up because I am being a little unfair here. That Spadaro interview was pretty good. I, it was about 30 minutes long. It was less people in front of him, whatever. And it, it was a little bit more. I did forget about that, okay? But just judging off of what we've seen so far in these two press conferences again, and I'm not trying to put too much stock in the way he sounds or anything. I just have one question, Victor, and maybe you can answer. I don't know. How the hell did he get the job? Just curious. Because the way I look at it is this. Jeffrey Laurie, what's he doing? What's the deep dive that he's doing to find out how good of a coach Nick Sirianni really is. X's and O's. What's the deep dive that Jeffrey Lurie made the ultimate decision to pass on a guy like Deuce Daly or whatever other candidate was out there to say, you know what, this is my guy because you know what, in Indianapolis, I was told he handled X's and O's and and, and had a great performance and had his team rolling in the right direction because of the coaching. 
All I know is the way he sounds, the mumbling, the bubbling. Did he wear a tuxedo to get this job? Because I'm lost. I'm lost. And I'm not hearing a solid coach. I'm not hearing a guy that will be the ultimate difference maker when it comes to X's and O's. I'm not hearing a guy that's going to keep the locker room together when they're four and eight, which obviously I think we all agree they're going to be this year at some point in time throughout the course of the season. So dare I say I'm a little concerned at this point in time. Fair, unfair, doesn't matter. One man's opinion. But I'm asking you, Vic, what does this guy do well that got him the head coaching job of the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, you're a bit you're a bit harsh there. I'll give I'll, I'll give you that. So so two things. Uh, the first, I think it's because Sirianni was willing to. Number one, I think he was willing to do the job. <laughs> like he probably interviewed these other coaches, and at the time you had Carson Winston there unhappy, and you know Jalen Hurts is running around, and you have Doug Peterson. So that, well, not obviously he was gone, and you still have Howie Rosen, and nobody's sure the direction of the franchise. Um, so I would like to believe that Sirianni was one of the guys that came in and was was excited for the job. Some of the coaches might have came in and, you know, said, I want to either go with Wentz or go with Hurts, and maybe they butted heads with Howie Rosen. Maybe the ideas, maybe they weren't on the same page. And Sirianni, all the stars kind of aligned, and they said he, he checks off all the boxes. We're going to hire this guy. And then the second reason is I still believe, now I, I don't know anything, you know, let me preface this by saying that, but I would still like to believe that Sirianni was, was hired to try and retain Carson Wentz. And then once Carson wasn't backing off, <laughs> you had to ship mm-hmm. him, and now you still have Sirianni here. And that's kind of why I'm still uncertain with this team. So is Sirianni still the right coach for this team now that it's going to be Jalen Hurts, you know, for now, unless they draft Fields or Wilson or whatever the situation, or pull off Watson, you know, all those conversations. <laughs> um, so then you have to ask yourself, is Sirianni still the right coach? Because we all assumed that he was hired to repair Carson Wentz. Carson didn't back off. He went to Indy. Sirianni's still here. And now we still don't know the direction of this team. We'll probably have a clear direction afterwards. Um, but I would like to believe that Sirianni mostly got this job because it was the first domino into, you know, keeping Carson Wentz happy. And sadly, it, it didn't work out that way. And now the Eagles kind of have to backtrack again, put the pieces together, figure out what works and what doesn't. And that's why Victor Williams is our Eagles insider for the Gambler. Great answer. And uh, I agree with everything you just said right there. I think that absolutely he was hired with the thought process of how do we keep Carson Wentz happy? How do we keep him in an Eagles uniform, so on and so forth? It's not the case. Um, And, uh, yeah, I think you're spot on with that. And I'm just, you know... (laughs) I don't know. Like you said, yeah, you, like, you, I'm you, not saying he's a bad coach. Like, you sound like you're not giving this man any faith. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to see the man coach. Um, you know, no play calling experience on both sides of the ball, even with Jonathan Gannon. Also, that There's excites no you. That excites you. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that's, I'm saying that's, that's what's worrisome. Yes. So we have to keep that in mind. But True. I'm excited to see what ideas he has. Um, you know, after watching Doug literally do everything wrong last year, I'm excited to see. You know, I, I'm a, I'm big, and this this doesn't even apply to just football. Like, I'm big on giving people in general the benefit of the doubt until they prove me otherwise. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I We're believe, talking I professional believe, sports here. We're talking yeah, professional sports. We're talking. There's there's 32 teams in the. There's 32 teams in the NFL. We're talking about you. You got to be a chosen one to get this job. We don't need to go down the list of candidates that were passed up. So come on, man. Forgive me for for not believing in the guy because he was handpicked yeah. by. Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. I'm not buying that. But and and yes, in in life, sure, I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. But this guy is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, so look, I, I'm with you. That's fine. I think. Hey, 
let's just all take a breather. I need to take a breather, and let's see what this guy can do. But I'm not feeling it right now, and that's just my honest take. With that being said, while I got you, Victor Williams, you can follow him at the Philly Pod. Um, uh, Be sure to follow at thelibertyline.com as well for all things Philadelphia sports. These guys are killing it when it comes to the blog site, at thelibertyline.com. Let's go ahead and just quickly hit on Carson Wentz in the press conference. I don't know if you were able to hear it in full, uh, but Carson Wentz essentially, and I'm paraphrasing here, said, yes, I am paraphrasing, that, and people will say that, you know, you could take this quote one way or the other, but Green Bay, in the Green Bay game, that was the first moment where he said, you know what, I don't know if this is the place for me, I don't know if I need to stick around, I, he was second guessing whether or not I'm going to get another chance, so on and so forth, but at that point in time, he felt that you know what? They put in Jalen Hurts. It could be the end of me in Philadelphia. I take offense to that. I honestly, that rubbed me the wrong way more than anything I've heard in quite some damn time because I just compare it to the other Philadelphia athletes that have just been here and things have gone wrong for them. Things have just been terrible. Fans have just been saying the worst things about them, tweeting them, everything you can imagine. And then all of a sudden, what do they do? They buck up, stay in a, stay in a Philadelphia uniform and try and turn things around. And oh, by the the way, I'm not even talking about players that have gotten paid like Carson Wentz was. He was rewarded with that franchise deal. And the first time, the first time that he's facing adversity, after, and it was his own damn fault the way he played that position, the first time he's like, you know what? It might be my time to move on from the Philadelphia Eagles. I have a problem with that. You, Victor Williams, say what? Yeah, it's it's tough to defend. It definitely comes off as entitled, number one, um, to think that, you know, he, he in all honesty, he should have been benched three weeks before that. <laughs> so for him to sit and say, like, oh, they benched me in Green Bay, I knew at that point I was going with Philadelphia. Uh, it, it, it's it's definitely not, not a good look for Carson Wentz um, because then you have to think, then you have to think, like, is it like the first time you face adversity, you take your ball and go home? Like, were there issues, you know, before that? I know in the press conference he said that, you know, Jalen Hurts didn't affect his confidence, but we're all we're all not, you know, we're not ignorant. We all know we all know better than that. Um, so yeah, that that when I saw that comment, yeah, I couldn't really, you know, there's nothing I could do to defend that. <laughs> he just it comes off as saying you're bench one time and now and now that's it for the Eagles. It's it's definitely not good. It comes off as entitled. It comes off as self-absorbed. And this is coming from me, who's mm-hmm. been one of one of Carson's you know main defenders. And coming off like that, maybe he he could have worded it a little better. But in the way that he said it in today's press conference, it certainly comes off as entitled, and it shouldn't have it shouldn't you know encourage any Eagles fans to to keep him around. <laughs> Victor Williams, fantastic job. Uh, appreciate you stepping up here and and uh, giving us your thoughts on all things Philadelphia Eagles, and of course including Carson Wentz there as well. And uh, it's an interesting off season. Let's just say the, say that, and we'll see what we're able to do as far as with this draft and free agency. Maybe get a player or two. Uh, but I just think that this is a going to be a bad bad season facing us Andrew right Adams? now. Andrew Adams. Andrew Adams doesn't excite you. No. No, not really. <laughs> Super Bowl champion last year, man. Restructuring the brand. I mean, look, you got to put a team together. So I just, yeah, I don't man. know. There's you not much right Rudy now. Ford somehow. Yeah, there's his role somehow. There's just, just not a lot right now with this team. But hey, Victor, anytime I can get you on the show, you know that I want to do that. So let's go ahead and and make that happen next week. Let's continue the Eagles conversation. But until then, we'll catch you on Saturday. TheLibertyLine.com's where you can read Victor at all times. Vic, always a pleasure, man. Best of luck in your brackets. And I look forward to hearing uh, the Liberty Line, Liberty Line Radio on Saturday at 5, man. <laughs> Sounds good, Bruce. Take care. There he is. Victor Williams.